Mission Control to Apollo 6. Do you read me? Yes, we read you. We, uh, lost you there for a moment, Apollo 6. Yeah, we're trying to get the stereo working. Joe disconnected the Bluetooth. No, I didn't. Mission Control, where's the cassette deck? Sir, you're operating state-of-the-art vehicle. There is no cassette deck. I told you we should have packed some 8-tracks. Mission Control, I'd like to complain about the CD selection in the glove compartment. You've got NOW 42 in the NOW 65 case, and NOW 65 in the NOW 13 case, and in the NOW 42 case, there's a CDR with good songs written on it. What the fuck does that even mean? Mission Control, we're going to need a cassette player sent up, and some C90s. We only use supply rockets in absolute emergencies. This is an emergency. An emergency mixtape. Hello and welcome to Emergency Mixtape. This is the podcast where me, Joe Wells, and me, Graham Rice, make a mixtape for every possible eventuality we could find ourselves in. We're here today with the comedian and comedian writer, comedian, just comedian, and just writer. comedian, comedian. Yeah, I feel like I mean, a wanker saying and writer when when I introduce myself. I mean, we're all writers. Yeah, I write I write my own comedy, and uh, according to my car insurance, I'm a writer. Right. <laughs> I yeah, well, I was a co- comedian. I always feel like people that say comedian and writer it's like they're apologising for being a comedian, <laughs> which you should never do. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I write dick jokes. That's about it. Right, and and you should be proud of that. Thank you, I am, yes. <laughs> We're here with comedian Rob Mulholland. Uh, th- thanks for coming on the show, Rob. Thanks for having us, guys. So this is a show about mixtapes and playlists. Are you, are you a mixtape maker or a mixtape receiver? I am. Uh, I very rarely received them. Uh, they were a big part of my wooing technique as a younger man. <laughs> um, like back when, like you know, like tapes and CDs were more of a thing when I was, uh, you know, when I was, I was trying to charm women. And uh, often, yeah, mixtapes were a big part of my strategy. It was usually, you know, a few dates in, it's going well. I'm interested in them. Make them a nice mixtape. You know, seal the deal sort of situation. I made a lot of mixtapes in my time. Uh, a few of them successful. So could you give me some tracks from successful and some tracks from unsuccessful mixtapes? Yeah, well, like I'll, I'll be honest with you, I recycled a lot of tracks. Right, <laughs> there was a, there was there was there was a few killer tracks that like uh, indie girls in the early noughties were guaranteed to like <laughs> that would would come up often. Uh, My girls by Animal Collective was always a that was always a, a cornerstone of any of them. Um, Oh god, uh, there's there's a there's a, a group called the Wave Pictures who used to come up quite a lot on uh, on my mixtapes because they've just got like really charming, beautiful, slightly romantic lyrics that I've always really enjoyed. So they they come up a lot. Um, but yeah, I would always try and go for a mood. I think it's all about your track list. You know, it's all about taking the listener on a journey on mm. a on a on a mixtape. You, you know. You don't want to start too hard. You've got to leave yourself somewhere to go. Then you drop the energy down. You know, I would think about these things. I would record little stings as well sometimes. Like it was like a little radio show for them. That's amazing. That's adorable. Yeah. What, what kind of things yeah. would be in the stings? Oh, God. Highly embarrassing, cringeworthy stuff. 
that I, you know I don't know if I want to tell the public. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. On, it, it would depend on the stage of the relationship. I mean, like uh, I was about to say, my current girlfriend. We'll just say girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, like I, I made her one early on, like called the Marianne Megamix, uh, which had like proper cutesy bullshit in between. She absolutely loves it. She still listens to it, so that's nice. Um, but yeah, like just I, on hers because she's dead silly. So like that, I just made it like a proper daft radio show style thing. I was doing like a DJ voice and that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, you know, it's it's only the girls I really cared about that got the special recorded intros. I'm sorry if anyone's listening to this who I've given a blank mixtape to, <laughs> but but I didn't see a future in our relationship. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry, when you say blank, you mean without the stings? Without without right. the stings, that's, that's you know, very if I'm cold, just just a, a blank oh, mate, it's if I've just banged out a track list, I'm sorry. I was I was just looking to smash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I I've I've often made like uh, cases and stuff as well. Like I'd make like cardboard cases for the I've CDs. Done that, sometimes yeah. With a, yeah, with a little pop out. I used to do pop outs wow. in the middle of them. Wow. I've never done yeah. a pop out. Have you done like liner um, notes? Are you doing liner notes on these? Yeah, 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 yeah. Goodness I do me. like I'd, I'd I'd write out all the track listings. Again, it, this very much depends on how much of a future I see with the person I'm making it for. You know, like uh, like the girl I'm with now, like honestly, it was unreal the amount of effort I put in. Are <laughs> <laughs> you doing like dedications at the end and stuff? Yeah, no, not quite. I would I would put like a fake record label on the back. You know, like I do all this sort of. You know, you got to give yourself label? a. Oh, I can't remember. You know, like I've made up so many. Like you know, it's it it will be it will be something like Big Bobby Mulheasy records. It'll be some <laughs> bullshit like that. It won't be anything smart. I'll tell you that. Right, we need to we need to make a mixtape. So we're we're making a mixtape yeah. this week to go to space. Do you want to set us up, Graham? I do, I do. Uh, before I do that, just a brief apology from me. I do have a bit of a cold today. Um, I thought I would persevere with the podcast. I was kind of hoping actually that the cold would give my voice like a kind of gravelly Steve Lamac quality to it, but um, no, no such luck. Um, but yeah, today <laughs> we are blasting off into space. We are leaving our loved ones behind for many a month presumably uh we may be meeting some aliens we may be exploring new life we may be just kind of hanging around for a while it's, it's difficult to say but to accompany us on this stellar sojourn we need a mixtape track one the start of any space mission is of course the launch um i'm quite afraid of heights to begin with so i don't I, I'm, not, I'm not really reveling in the I, I know you're kind of looking the other way but i'm not really reveling in the in going so high so i think i'm going to be fairly quiet on my uh on my launch so i've gone for an instrumental track um i've gone for defcon 5 by man or astro man you have to have the inflection because it's a question mark at the end should we listen to it sure I think that is a brilliant song for the launch, and Thank you. it's very well chosen. Thank you. I think it would because it's, it's it's a it's the kind of song that would be they do some kind of uh, research into songs you listen to whilst driving, and that'd be like a dangerous song to listen oh, to whilst driving. Without a doubt. It makes you want to go faster. Well, I also think yeah. in in my kind of head canon, uh, although we're going into space, we're doing it in this kind of alternate timeline, like you know, like. We're, it's around 1950 in my head. Right. So it's got, um, <laughs> if any listeners didn't hear the song, um, it's, it's got this really wonderful, like, Dick Dale kind of surf rock, but then this kind of, like, punk rock thing yeah. behind it and, like, all the, the weird clean guitars. With it. it's, it's a really cool song, but it's very, it's very much in that kind of 50s area, I would say. 
Yeah, it makes us feel like sort of square-jawed astronaut heroes. Yeah. I can see that. But with that real kind yeah. of like goldfish bowl helmets, you know, the real sort of yeah, 50s yeah, 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 yeah. spray guns and stuff. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, kiss the wife as we go. Uh, yeah, have dinner <laughs> ready for me. I shall be back shortly. <laughs> because sp- space now feels less exciting than I imagine it did in the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, we've gone there and you're probably going up to a satellite to do some boring research, but we're... This is uh... That's such a such a fucking millennial way of looking at space. Oh my god, it's boring now, isn't it? I've seen it on telly. It's been done. <laughs> space is hack. <laughs> but yeah, no, I do know what you mean. As, like, as a know, new frontier, it's, it's no longer. Yeah, a new that's frontier. it. Yeah, when it was just like that, those sort of old astronauts seem like sort of action heroes or stunt men or mm-hmm. something because they were they were just strapping themselves in a rocket and shooting themselves at the sky. You know, it, it, no one knew what was going to happen. So yeah. I think those guys were more rugged heroes. I get what you mean. Like yeah. Nowadays, they've got to send up scientists. And, uh, yeah, nerds go to space now, <laughs> innit? That's a launch tune. I do agree. Like, this is, this is really, it's good energy. Like, you want that energy, you want to get excited for it. But it's, I, I like that you've gone for an instrumental for a launch track. We've got a lot going on. We've got a lot to yeah, think busy about. Time. We don't need busy lyrics time. distracting us. Mm-hmm. Mm. Excellent work. We're on to track two. The track which I've chosen, I'm thinking. It's going to be a very long journey. People are in space for years and years and sure. years. I need a song that I'm going to be able to listen to on repeat. This is a song which mm-hmm. I discovered in Edinburgh. It came up on like the Spotify daily playlist thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, I just think it's incredible. And I I listened to it more or less on repeat for a month in the whole of Edinburgh. And it, it yeah. just makes me happy. And it's it's um, there's nothing too in-depth. It's about hip-hop music and how they love hip-hop music. And, and it is a hip-hop song. And uh, I think it's incredible. Just before we go into this one as well, for anyone that will be listening to the song, cat owners, at 33 seconds in, your cat is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you think it might be an allusion to pussy? Possibly. (laughs) Possibly, you know. This song seems too innocent to to have pussy illusions. <laughs> it does just seem like some nice chaps who just thoroughly enjoy hip hop music. Mm. It's very like, much the PG did... end of, of hip hop. Yeah, like I, I I do enjoy songs like this. Like this, it, this track uh, weirdly reminds me of like ACDC because you know like mm. how like half of ACDC songs are just about rock music. Mm. Yeah, I totally you know, get they're that. They're just like we like rock music. Listen to us making rock music. This is like the hip hop version of that. It's got like an enjoyable energy. I get it. Like uh, I, I really enjoyed this. To be fair, this is a track that I will I will be putting in my rotation. I've I've never heard of Funk Dubious before. I'm a big hip hop fan, but uh, th- th- yeah, it's good, fun, isn't it? Mm. Track three. Right. Well, uh, yeah, my first track. Um, again, I thought we're going in space. It's going to be a long while that we're in there. I'm not going to pick a short song. <laughs> you know, we've got to fill a bit of time. And also, uh, it's just one of my favourite songs of all time. It's "Runaway" by Kanye West. Um, like, I I adore Kanye. I'm a huge fan of his, and I think like this might be his peak. I mean, like, uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy that this is off is maybe my favourite album of all time. The reason I chose Runaway in particular is it it it's not about space, but it feels like space. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. in the, the there are moments in the song where it becomes the production's really open and airy. It feels vast, the sort of scope of it, um, and just that bit where it drops down to just the piano coda, and it's just that silent one piano note, 
and just uh, so open and breathy and spacey, and then that uh, the the sort of uh, uh, electro voices kick in. It it feels like space to me. It feels like drifting in space, but with that injection of sort of turbo boosters at a time, and uh, yeah, and it slaps. Let's listen to it. I, I, I totally get why this is, is on. You're, I, I always feel like you're maybe not as sold on Kanye as, as I am, Graham. I, 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 you've mis- misinformed. I love Kanye West. Ah, okay. I think it's because I'm so so evan- evangelical about him. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, all relative like, compared to Joe. Yeah, of course not. But no, this I'd is say... it. Like, me and Joe might be the biggest Kanye fans going. Like, on say... Twitter, me and Joe are obvious. Are, are like, like, there's so often where people are kicking off about Kanye, and then there's me and Joe <laughs> fighting his corner. Well, yeah, my, <laughs> my thing about Kanye West is I would say, I mean, he's got the verbal grace of, a, of an unattended fire hose, but that <laughs> that is just dwarfed by his sheer back catalog it's just it's astounding i think musically he can't put a foot wrong a uh, great guy love him you're right we do I, we do get involved in a lot of twitter and it's often people that do kind of like Kanye west but don't like him enough that's <laughs> often the argument yeah sorry, guys sorry um, that's it like all these fucking part-timers like <laughs> uh if you like, if you don't like Kanye at his Jesus is King, don't come to me <laughs> talking about fucking graduation. Like, <laughs> like, I really like Jesus is King. I think it's fucking great. Yeah, uh, I love but it. again, yeah, but like, you know, let's be honest, Joe. Like, he could literally record the sounds of himself doing a shit, and me and you would be like, it's genius. He's pushing it forward. <laughs> yeah, we did scoopy poop, which felt like it was trolling people like us. <laughs> yeah, but like that's what. But I find that really funny. This is a thing that I think is uh, overlooked with Kanye a lot. Is he's dead funny. Mm. Like, um, he's a really funny guy. A lot of his lyrics are really funny, and a lot of the time he's taking the piss. But because he does it with such a straight face, and because he does do a lot of genuinely mental stuff that he believes. It's really hard for people who aren't super versed in Kanye to sort of tell the difference. I think he's a master troll, and I think he's much smarter than people give him credit for. He obviously is. You know, like, look at what he's done and created. He's not a fucking moron. But he is mad. So, yeah, my my track is next. Um, Yeah, so in my head it's the 50s. um, And in the 50s there was a genuine fear about uh, what happens when you go into space, uh, what happens when you're experiencing like the, the, the microgravity, when you're experiencing the, like, the isolation of space. And um, they had this big concern about what they called space madness, where you would just be so isolated and so disorientated that you would just, you would, just, you would get the madness, the space madness. Um, and I think this next song for me represents that almost the uh, the, the euphoria of madness. Um, so I've gone for a party in the sky by In Spiral Carpets. I, I love that In Spiral Carpets song. Uh, I did a gig with the guy from In Spiral Carpets once. The little benefit oh, gig yeah, song at the end. I didn't meet it. I've got no more of an anecdote than that. But. Uh... Technically, a support act. I think that's more of a name drop than an anecdote. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not yet made into anecdote territory. I, I think it's great, I, and and I think you you nailed that kind of uh, that madness. I think that there's a kind of uh, a madness to all of the tracks, apart from maybe the first one. All of them seem a little bit. Um... Well, we're still on the ground by that point, so yeah, yeah. But there, there's a there's a madness to space. Yeah, I think the thing there is is that isolation thing, isn't it? It's. Um... It is that sort of solitary confinement 
Mm. But like it's super extreme. It's being it's being distant and totally like as as far removed from other humanity as it is possible to be to be in space. So yeah, that sort of wild sort of swirling madness to this track. Yeah, yeah, it like sort of captures that sort of uh, the sort of t- tumult, shall yeah, we call it? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I I think there's a lot of frustration in space as well that I I wouldn't really considered like because it's all antique. I like I would hate to tie my shoes in space. <laughs> <laughs> The worst part of space. The worst part. I mean, it's the bit they don't tell you. That's the buzz. Buzz is never talking about tiny shoes. Velcro. In space. Yeah, I think they just have straps. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they have shoelaces. That's why it's too frustrating. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, they kept floating off. I, is it, I was thinking about it, this. There is so much music uh, about space, mm. and it's such an unrelatable thing. But mm. uh, but it, it's so, so kind of in our consciousness and. Uh, I suppose that maybe part of the madness as well is not just the isolation. It's almost like human beings shouldn't be able to do this. We've gone beyond yeah. what we're meant to be, and we're somewhere where we're yeah. really not meant to be. And it, and if we go outside, we'll die because we're not meant to be here. Yeah, there is an element of, of sort of feeling like playing God almost mm. with going into space. It is, yeah, it's it's shooting out the confines of where we're meant to be, and it is it is a mad thing to do. If you're one of the first people in space, that is a mental thing to do. Mm. Like uh, it, it's crazy, just the the unknown of it. Um, yeah, like I could th- I totally see how it sent people mad. And like there is a thing of astronauts coming back to Earth and being a bit mad afterwards because like once you've done that what do you do you spark a guy out obviously <laughs> yeah yeah you just go around clocking fuckers <laughs> <laughs> but i think it's it's an interesting because one of my favorite um sort of music points is when you compare uh how the, the sun is regarded uh, between like american songs and british songs because it's it's very much just commonplace in america so it's never like the forefront of a song Whereas it is mm. in, uh, in in music in the UK, and I think like in the future, space is going to go the same way. I think it's at the moment it's kind of quite a mysterious uh, topic, uh, but sure. I, th- I think eventually, as we explore it more, it's going to become more and more mundane. So I think you're going to get more and more just mundane songs about. It'll be all the kind of space. indie bands that are doing yeah. songs about space. It'll be like the Strokes will bring out a new album. It's yeah. all about space travel. <laughs> Well, Arctic Monkeys did do an album about space. I, I spared you songs from it because the album is a bit shit. But, <laughs> but you know, like, we, we do actually know what that's like, and it turns out, yeah, not great. Anyway, in Spiral Carpet. <laughs> it has that riff that goes over and over again, and, and I feel there's a kind of yeah, there's a madness to it. It does, because there's a lovely, um, for any listeners uh, that haven't listened to the song, it goes diddly 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 dirr like that. <laughs> that's and... a good impression. Yeah, that is pretty bang on, to be fair. I can vouch for that. Ten years of being in a band. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, But what's cool is it's got this uh, little echo um, over it, but the the echo's not in time with the the rest of the song, so it kind of of falls over itself, and it does give you that sense of disorientation, really, which I think is just... It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely does. It it's it slightly wrong foots you. Mm. It's slightly disconcerting to listen to. It's you know, it's not like a song that sort of soothes you almost. It sort of shits you up a little bit mm. as it's going. What's next? Yes, so uh next track I've chosen, uh this one's like way more on the nose. This is a song about space. Uh it's Cosmic Gypsies by Task Force featuring Brain Tax uh, Brain Tax and Jest. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of any of these artists. Uh, I'm aware of Jest. Right. Um, well, basically, like th- this was um, when I was at uni, so this would be about 2005. I was getting really into UK hip hop, and this was before grime. It was 
uh, a kind of like underground scene and these were like the leading lights of the scene at the time all came together and produced this track cosmic gypsies and it's it's like it's widely considered to be like sort of pinnacle of that era is this track um it's like task force uh chester p and farmer g two brothers from london uh brain taxer and mc from leeds and jess i can't remember where he's originally from he went to uni in leeds but they're all like they were like the the best rappers going at the time and it is just a fucking brilliant track like it's just uh chester p's first verse is so good and then Everyone sort of keeps up with it, and then Jess's verse at the end just knocks it out of the park. It's unreal. Let's listen to it. I, I love this. And I, I'd, uh, I'd, Jess is one of those people who I always think should be more famous and should be where people totally. get pop. I don't know. Totally. Up there. Yeah, like I, I would say the same with uh, with uh, Task Force as well. Um, like Brain Tax is very patchy. He's the, he's he's definitely the weak link on this track <laughs> right. uh, overall. Like you know he's 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 got some good tracks. He was a pioneer. I don't mean to disrespect Brain Tax, but I think you know like uh, the level that like Chester P, uh, Chester P and Chester P were the best two MCs going around this time. Like Chester P's verse on this. He's so good. It's it's one of those themed verses where he 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 names all the planets in the solar system as he goes through. Like they're all like linked into his bars. I think my favorite bar on it is uh, "I'm known by King Pings on drug rings of Saturn." Like just <laughs> you know, it's like little little stuff like that. I, I'll be shooting stars at Mars, the planet burglar. Like uh, it's you know, he's great. It's it's just like all those little uh, things all the way through that I think are just. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's a really fun track, but it also just shows off like lyrical ability so well. And whilst having this really trippy, stoned, spacey beat underneath it, but th- this uh, this track like I just wanted to bring, like it is genuinely one of my favourite tracks. And uh, yeah, it was literally only yesterday before the record that I tweaked that one of my favourite songs is literally all about space. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, I feel like I. I... I'm slightly apprehensive about talking about it too much because I've listened to it twice and I know that mm. I'm going to listen to it again mm. and there's going to be more yeah, things yeah, I'm yeah. going to find. Did, sure, yeah, yeah. Did you it, feel the same? There's way? a lot. Sorry. Well, I, I mean, no, go for it. I mean, I must confess, this This was, uh, I didn't know anyone on this track. I didn't know anyone or the band. And I was, I mean, I thought it was great because it was obviously very, very good. And I just felt a little uh, kind of guilty that it's, that that's kind of passed me. But I mean, I don't, I think grime's fine, but it's never one of those genres I've, I've ever super got into. Like I was never, mm. in, I like hip hop and stuff, but yeah, I just, felt, I just felt a bit guilty really. Like it sounds like something I should be into. Yeah, don't feel guilty, man. No one really got into this. Like, uh, you know, it, like, it never blew up. It was, uh, you know, it was very much an underground scene. Um, but yeah, like now, now you're in. I can give you a list of like MC, MCs from that time as long as my fucking arm that were unreal. <laughs> I just, I don't think we got it in the cell. I don't think it, it made us. <laughs> it didn't come down. It never south. went no. past London. No. I mean, it definitely did. I lived in London <laughs> whilst this was happening. Like, <laughs> we're, we're south of the London, though. Yeah, we're, we're properly in the sea. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 it's not made it down to the sticks out in uh, around Portsmouth, yeah. does it? Yeah, I don't think the Isle of Wight. We've only got guitars yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's a it's an area to get into. I'd like I'd say Jest is a great intro to UK hip hop. Just like uh, just put him into into uh, Spotify and just press play on anything, and it'll be great. Mm. Duly noted, yeah. So I'm thinking if we go to space, there's good chance of meeting aliens. That's what I'm expecting when we go to space. 
uh, I want to explain humanity to aliens, and uh, I thought the best way to do this was with Pure Comedy by Father John Misty. So, are you guys are you guys Father John Misty fans? Yeah, I, I mean, if you've seen my facial hair and glasses, you'll uh, <laughs> like you'll like. Look, I, I very much wear the uniform of a Father John Misty uh, fan. Like, I do like him, but I was a little bit off put at the time by the the absolute wave of like hipstery adoration for mm. him. Mm. Um, but like, th- there is there is like. St- He's genuinely really fucking good. It was one of those where I like I wanted to be too cool for it, but I'm not. It's great. Like um, this song in particular is beautiful. I, I love it. I I think it reminds me of Randy Newman. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. Sort of a uh, yeah, like Randy Newman if he hung out in like uh, bars where it costs you six pound for a. <laughs> That's a brilliant description. And I think he's when he's when he misses, he misses by quite far. But I think when he gets yeah. in, it, it's um, and this one is very much. Uh, I just, I just think it's a beautiful description of what humanity is, and and um, yeah, and when he says it's something like something a madman would conceive, like just how ridiculous human beings are. Yeah, but it's not cynical; it's celebratory of of how ridiculous people are. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think you are right with that thing of when he misses, it's a big miss because there is sort of a a weird sort of marriage of like the, the sincerity of it but then a sort of li- little bit of irony with what he does as well mm. and that balance is so delicate um but yeah on this track he absolutely smashes it like you know center of the bat that's out the park it's a it's, it's like oh, it's a great song like it's goosebumps sort of song isn't it well, we, we've why. made it into space and we we've shared humanity of aliens and we've 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 made it we had a few extra tracks which people suggested online. I'm going to go through cool. them. Give, give, we give did, us your yeah. thoughts as we go through. Um, yeah, no worries. Okay, so a few people have said uh, Babylon Zoo, Spaceman. Yeah, on the nose. Mm. You know, like, yeah, obviously. Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, Dinger. Do you, do you know Dinger for the Wedge of Drums? He always pops up on he this. Pop, I'm so pleased he's a fan of this. Dinger was the, the MC at the Wedge of Drums Comedy Club. Um, and uh, right. he, was, he was a local lad, and he was a postman and a punk, and he'd go out and do a joke right. and then introduce people. And he, he was, was right. He, he was, was like, he was really cool. Nobody ever gets this reference, but he was, you know, the let's get ready to rumble guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Buffer. Yeah, that guy. It's it's him, but from Portsmouth. That's what Dinger was. Mm. Right. Yeah, okay. Uh, so he said, uh, "How about drive my rocket up Uranus by Alien Sex Fiend?" I mean, I've not heard it, but I mean... But, yeah, it's my favourite song. I kind of wish I'd chosen it. That now, is a yeah. fucking incredible song title. I'm all over it. I will definitely give that a listen. Look, I'm happy to slap it on the playlist without a listen. It's already... <laughs> it's won me over. It's the... Uh, just, uh, this, I mean, you're already won over, but I think this won, won me over even more. So Dry My Rocket and then Up Uranus is, is in brackets. I quite like that. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. Like mm. a little subtitle. Yeah. And is it your? Is it spelled Uranus like, like your planet. anus or like the planet? Like the planet, yeah, yeah. Oh, like insane. the planet. But if you say it out loud, it's a little clever, clever pun, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's clever that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone said Prodigy. Yeah. Like I actually saw the Prodigy on what turned out to be their last tour. Um, I saw them for the first time in my life. I saw them in Brighton. Um, mm. Like. Not that long ago, and they didn't play that actually. It was, no. it was the one, 
It was the last. It was the only one of their hits that they didn't. Play. I think I saw that because I think I saw them on the same one. I'd seen them mm. a few years before, and uh, it was great. It was in a big tent. It was wonderful. Uh, but this was more of an mm. open air thing. And I remember they didn't do Charlie. Uh, they didn't do Out of Space, and I was those were the ones I really got into when I was younger, and I was very disappointed. Right. They did have so many hits that it would be hard it's to. It's so many. Yeah. It's like the, the it's gig was minutes. unreal that I saw. Unreal. Like, um, yeah, like you know, it was one of those where there was a couple that they missed, but it mm. was so good for so long that I, I feel, I feel like it would be miserly of me to complain about it, especially with. What's occurred since? <laughs> yeah, it was great. Uh, but yeah, I did miss that track. Yeah. But, um, in general, it was a fucking amazing show. And uh, yeah, RIP Keith Flint. Uh, thank you for doing the show, Rob. No, thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I, I hope everyone enjoys that playlist. I think it's got some bangers on. I think it's been some good choices. It's a really great playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have your special out. I saw the show in Edinburgh and it was incredible. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, like uh, it's that show. Yeah, it's called Too Big to Fail. Uh, it's on YouTube. So, like, um, it, like to be fair, it's really I made it very easy to find on YouTube. If you search for comedy special, you'll probably find it. Um, but yeah, it's called Too Big to Fail. Rob Mulholland. It's just an hour of stand up. It's you know, it's not got a big theme. Uh, I, I think if anything, you will be less. You'll be more stupid after <laughs> you've listened to it. But uh, yeah, I think it's really funny, and the feedback's been great. And I'm all about like nowadays just making things and putting them out for free. So uh, that's what I've done. So yeah, it's on YouTube. Check it out. Um, we'll and we'll put it in the link a... to the in the info for the podcast. We'll mm. put it in there. That'd be great. Yeah. Cheers. And uh, yeah, I've got a podcast called Rob Mulholland has an opinion, uh, which is me having opinions on things. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's literally the format of it. Um, so yeah, like, but, uh, thanks for having me on, guys. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you. And if you would like to suggest songs for future mixtapes, if you go to our social media, so we're on at emixpod on Twitter and emixpod on Facebook. Uh, we put out the themes uh, each month so that people can suggest uh, songs for the mixtapes. So, and if you have suggestions for themes for future mixtapes, you can email us on emergencymixtapepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Well, one light year down, 2,999 to go. In hindsight, do you think we should have brought up an iPod or something, rather than just a cassette with six songs on it? Oh, don't worry, I did. I brought this iPod. It's loaded up with thousands of self-produced podcasts. Put the cassette back on.